0: And pour contempt on all my
1: pride I love this hymn. uh, uh, When we were getting married, Linda said, What shall we sing? And I wanted to have some hymns, and I said, Oh, can we sing when I say this wondrous cross? But apparently it's a funeral song. (laughs) (laughs) Death and life is at the core of Christianity, living well and dying for something as opposed to dying for nothing. In the middle of the Gospel stories, after the disciples have finally figured out who Jesus is and Peter has named Jesus as the Messiah, what follows is interesting. Here's what follows. Jesus warned his disciples not to tell anyone who he was. That's a common thing. He doesn't want it to get out too quickly. And then he says, The Son of Man must suffer many terrible things. He will be rejected by the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of the religious law. He will, be, he will be killed, but on the third day he will be raised from the dead. Well, that's a bit of a downer, isn't it? It's like you've just been named as the man, the one who's going to sort everything out, and you follow up with, you may maybe not like what you think. And Jesus goes on. If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross daily, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but are yourself lost or destroyed? Jesus says, if you want to follow Jesus, you have to give up your own way, some versions say deny yourself. One says renounce yourself. The message has this lovely one: anyone who want, intends to come with me has to let me lead. You are not in the driver's seat; I am. Which, for those of you who have taught someone to drive, is a difficult thing. Sitting, uh, who here has taught someone to drive? Should I have hands. Okay, just keep your hands up for a moment. Keep them. Up. I just want to put your hand down if you manage to do that without involuntary braking. Oh, there were some hands went down. Well done. It's because you're not in the driver's seat, you're not calling the shots. But just that 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 there's got to be there. It's hard not to be in charge, and I'm not as godly man as a uh, 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 godly person as Linda Wood or Paul Hampton, who has taught loads of people to drive. Um, I really had to work at not involuntary braking. And you know that handle up on the passenger door? It's got my fingerprints in it from clenching. Give up your own way. Now, I'm a bit nervous of how the New International Version translates this. They say, deny yourself. And I'm nervous of that because I'm a Pakeha Kiwi and I know about denial. And Christ's call, it is, is radical and, and it asks us to renounce ourselves. And this is quite difficult for our world, our way of thinking, it I don't think it means we deny who we are. I think it means we abandon being self-centred. So I don't think you lose who you are in Christ. I think you get called to a better you. And you try to abandon the parts of you, parts of me, that are actually really wanting to go in a different direction. And I have them. And there's that really interesting verse at the end there talking about what it's like If you get the world and you lose yourself, something we see play out with people who win the lotto or the very, very rich, it becomes difficult to know who they are. Jesus isn't calling us to lose ourselves. He's inviting us to discover our true self by following him. Give up your own way. Well, I found this lovely um, graph. Do you like it? The Lovo meter Well, over here we've got selfish love, sentimental love, sexual love. Yes, I said that in church. Service love and sacrificial love. How are you doing on the Love-Meter? The thing about love is it makes you less than self-centred. Until you love, everything is about what you want and you desire. And then you meet someone and maybe you get married and all of a sudden your life is not just about what you want. Good laugh. <laughs> your life becomes about more than yourself. That, um, the language they use in weddings about two becoming one means you're affected by someone else. Same thing happens when you have kids. Last week, we touched on the golden rule. Remember, do unto others? I found this graph this week and thought, oh, why didn't they read that a week ago? I really like it. It has the the silver rule, do no harm, and quotes an ancient philosopher. The golden rule, love your neighbour as yourself. And the platinum rule, that sounds good, doesn't it? Like a platinum credit card. Love one another as I have loved you. And how did Jesus love us? Yeah, he gave himself for us. So if we're going to follow Jesus, there's this picking up of the cross, taking up your cross daily. And Luke's very careful. He inserts that word daily as something that actually this isn't something you do once. This is something that you continue to do. I'll come back to that. Can we sing verse 2? What cares it?
0: Forbid it, Lord. That should boast save the death of Christ my God. All the vain things that charm me most, I sacrifice them to his
1: now, I realise at this point that uh, a number of people haven't been tremendously observant. As you walked in, who picked up two pieces of paper and a pen? Well done, you! Congratulations, Mark, for observing. You are stunning. Um, can I ask uh, maybe if those two charming elders... <laughs> would be willing at the back tables there are containers with pins and if you just take the bits of paper in them could you just pass them around and with any luck this machine will have reconnected if anyone wants to be my follower you must give up your own way and take up your cross daily Dietrich bonhoeffer reckoned jesus invites us to come and die well thanks for that and the cross, we kind of forget what it was like. The way it worked. and some of you will remember this because you saw it last Easter, a condemned man carries the horizontal beam of the cross to the place of execution. On the way, he's going to get abuse from everyone. He carries it through Jerusalem. We know for Jesus until he can't carry it anymore. Now, we quite like little crosses, don't we, around our necks? They look good up on the wall. This is not a bad cross. I reckon I could carry this. We've got this cross here which is a bit more brutal and uh, probably a little bit closer to something you carry. I'm not sure how thrilled I am about the idea of carrying my own cross. We're back to the sacrificial love. To take up your cross doesn't mean, right, I need to find some pain, let's go and find it. It doesn't mean to look for pain, it doesn't mean I have to run after the cross, it doesn't mean to search for a problem. Uh, Actually, there might be someone here without lots of problems. Um, I'd be surprised. We have lots of problems, we don't need more. Taking up your cross doesn't mean being hard on yourself. I think it is to acknowledge when we are suffering and where we are suffering. Some of you know, a couple of years ago, Linda and I got knocked off our bikes by a um, distracted driver in a car. And among other things, uh, my hip was uh, fractured. And one of the things that happened after that was, well, I, I had problems with pain. It happens. I went to the gym. I got fitter. side Good side effect. And a year later, my daughter, who's a pain physio, came to me and said, Dad, um, your pain is now what we'd call chronic. You need to go to a pain physio. And off I went. I went to this physio, and I don't know what your experiences of physio had been. The physios I'd been to before had manipulated my body. Um, I think their sideline may have been pleasure in torturing people, but, you know, that kind of thing. Um, This guy just sat there and talked with me. He didn't touch me. He gave me some homework, he said I want you to go home and in the, next, we had a two weeks, in the next two weeks I want you to notice when you are feeling pain, I just want you to pay attention to it. And I was shocked. My homework was simply to notice when I felt pain, now it wasn't a strong pain, I'd told myself it wasn't, you know, it's on a scale of 1 to 10 I'd put it at 1 or 2, pretty low, but I just hadn't been aware most of us, why I don't want to say deny yourself, is I think Pākehā we take that as denial, and we're good enough at living in denial my, my job was to pay attention to my pain, and you know what that was the beginning of really getting a handle of it, actually staring it in the eyes to be human is to carry some suffering now at this point I'm going to cheat, I want to read something that Henri Nouwen wrote here's what he wrote Sometimes we focus on the big problems, but I think we should start by focusing on our small problems. We are suffering almost every moment of our life. There's always something that's a little hard. There's always some pain that we sort of walk over and don't take seriously, but that pain is a cross. Are we taking it up? Often it seems like we're more willing to carry one type of cross than the one we already have. That person didn't speak to me today is today isn't a big deal. But it hurts a bit. It's a little cross. I don't need to walk over these hurts as if they don't exist. I didn't hear from my friend. What's remarkable is that when you start to notice these little struggles, it kind of allows you to come home to your own house and not be so scared something fearful might happen. We don't have to be afraid because we are already able to acknowledge our struggle. We're familiar with it. So when Jesus says, take up your cross, he didn't say, make up your cross, create your own cross, or go after your cross. He said, take up your cross, and this means having the courage to see your pain. We live in a culture that constantly denies these interior pains. It doesn't hurt any less. We say, my friend died, I have to be strong. It's painful. There was a time when people mourned for a long time. They felt their pain and let the fruits of grief grow in them. There are a lot of places where we really are in pain. Let's not ignore this. Let's acknowledge it. Say, this is where I feel pain, it is my life. And my life also means my pain. Can I stay with this? Can I recognize and say yes? Can I live this life? It's painful. It has unique hurts, but it's mine. I want to embrace it because I will never taste joy in life if I keep ignoring my pain. Take up your cross. That was on me now and I wonder how right he is. When I was in my twenties, my mother died. And I went to the funeral, and like a good Kiwi bloke, my determination was that I would not cry at my mother's funeral. There's a word for that dumb. (laughs) It was just dumb. And that meant that I wasn't well equipped to feel the pain or grief. Is this unfair yeah, I think it can be i don't think we get to choose our cross that's us trying to go our, our own way and i the way jesus asks us to give up and look i do struggle to put this together with other voices of jesus are you tired worn out burned out on religion come to me get away with me and you'll recover your life the language of jesus that talks about lightness. I don't know how to reconcile, I won't lay anything heavy and ill-fitting on you with my experience of life. So I wanted you to have a piece of paper because I wanted us to think a little bit about the baggage that we carry, the pains that we carry, and in a bit, there'll be a chance to write or draw on the piece of paper with the suitcase on it just to acknowledge I carry these pains. And in a bit, there'll be a chance, there's a suitcase up here, um, at the end of the service, to come up and put it in the suitcase. We won't read them, we'll throw them out. Because part of the cross that we carry is the pain that comes with being human. Part of it.
0: See for his head his hands his feet sorrow and love flow mingled down did 'er such love and sorrow meet or flow Compose so
1: rich a crown. I promise you it won't all be a downer next week Janet's going to be talking about joy Woo-hoo. these are things that come with following Jesus if you look at Jesus's life why did he go to the cross he went to the cross not for his own suffering but for ours Not for his sin. It was an act of compassion. Now in Latin, with and passion is to suffer. Jesus went to suffer with. There's a story in Luke chapter 7 when Jesus fronts up, he's going into a town, there's a dead person, comes up to a funeral and there is a dead person being carried out, the only son of his mother who was a widow. And a large crowd is with her and Jesus' response was, When he saw her, his heart went out to her. He had compassion. He said, don't cry, and can you guess what happens next? If you can't, look it up. Luke 7, I'm not going to tell you. Part of our suffering is our suffering, not my suffering, not your suffering, but the suffering of others. This is Jesus' reason for coming to earth, and if you want to follow Jesus, we're going to connect with other people's suffering. And what are we going to do? I found, I love the example on this, on the news this week. I wonder who else has seen this. This is a nun in Myanmar. Anyone seen this? Yep. Here she is, news report from The Guardian. So most of us don't walk out our front doors and find right fleece. If you do, there's something you and your neighbour may not be doing right. (laughs) But we do face places where other people are suffering, where they're facing injustice. And the question for us is, what's our response? If you want to follow Jesus, you have to pick up your cross daily. And part of that is ours, but I think part of it is others, because that's what you see in the life of Jesus. He's alongside people in pain, a widow whose son has died and his heart goes out. He has compassion. We're called to that. That's a bit tougher, isn't it? Especially in our world that is full of greys. Which thing is worse than what? It's kind of why I like Henri Nouwen's statement, to maybe start with small things. Pick up your cross daily and follow me. Last line of the uh,
0: hymn. Were the whole realm of nature mine that were a present far too small? Love so amazing, so Oh, divine, demands my soul, my life, my
1: all. We've been looking at what it might be to be a follower of Jesus. We've looked at the invitation to come and see, at the call to come and follow me. This week we look at that there is a cross to carry. Not all beer and skittles. I started by saying Christianity is about life and death and both of them with meaning. Everybody in this room will die. We get a choice as to what we will live for and actually what we will die for that's partly shaped by our baggage, which is part of us, and partly shaped by the pain of others. And because that's a reasonably weighty thing to have said in this message, I thought, uh, instead of calling for comment, um, what I've done is I've put a big cross up here and a suitcase here. And I'm going to play that song to a different arrangement in the background, um, and we'll just turn down the lights. When you've had enough, get up and have a cup of coffee. Yep, we'll be done. But I'd like you to use some of the time just to think, hang on, God, what's my stuff, the baggage that I carry? Just to acknowledge that and put it in the, if you want to, before you go, put it in the suitcase as an indication, God, I want some help to carry this. Or could you take it away? And then the other one is to ask you to think, what is the pain of others that is around me that I'm being called to do something about. And if you want to, as a prayer, you could put it on either of the crosses. Sound all right? That's the plan. So if the technology works, and this morning, who's certain? Um, certainly not I. Um, what will happen now is the song uh, Wonderful Saviour. It's the new version that has uh, the wonderful cross. So I was trying not to be morbid all the way through this. Um, and it is a space for people to think and pray. If you would like someone to pray with you, We'd love you to have that chance. Tap someone who doesn't look too scary on the shoulder. Will you pray with me? God, in this next song, we ask for your presence. Most of us are here because we are at the minimum interested in you. All of us have to decide how much we want to follow through the good and the bad. Spirit be here amongst us as we consider our lives and yours.